So, a lot of people are kind of confused about the naming of this year's upcoming iPhones. And today, I'm going to try to solve all the confusion. Yeah, okay. So let's go through the previous namings of iPhones from the original to 12. So the original iPhone was just called iPhone, but the tech community likes to refer to it as iPhone 2G. And when the 3G came out the year after, it was renamed to iPhone Original, according to Apple. But anyway, when the 3G came out, the, 28, the 2008 iPhone, I can't speak, um... When the 3G came out, uh, it had 3G, and the original iPhone had 2G, and so Apple liked to call it iPhone 3G because it had 3G. Then a year later, it was a small upgrade. It was just the same exact design, except with some small upgrades internally. It was mostly internal upgrades, so it was named 3GS for speed. It was meant to be a speed upgrade. And then, a year later, it was a massive upgrade. It was a complete redesign of the iPhone. So, um, so it was called iPhone 4 instead. Then, a year later, we added Siri to it. And again, it was the same exact design as the previous-gen iPhone. So, it was iPhone 4S. A year later, it was a big upgrade. It was a big design change for the iPhone. And so, it was named iPhone 5. Then, a year later, there were two models of iPhone. The first was going to be all colorful. It was meant to be a rebranded iPhone 5. It was meant to be more affordable and more colorful. And so, it was called iPhone 5C, most likely for colors. Then, uh, then the flagship iPhone, the iPhone that was meant to replace the iPhone 5, was also a small upgrade, but it was called iPhone 5S, maybe for speed or sensitivity, maybe speed for, maybe speed because it was a 64-bit iPhone processor for the first time ever, or maybe sensitivity because of Touch ID, or security for Touch ID, maybe that, I don't know. But anyway, a year later, in 2014, it was again a big, big upgrade. It was literally bigger, and so it was called iPhone 6. But there was another model that was even bigger than the 6, and they called it 6 Plus. Makes sense. Then, a year later, in 20, uh, 2015, it was a small upgrade, it was a small upgrade, but there was a couple other things added, so it was called iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, and the S most likely stood for sensitivity this time because of 3D Touch, rest in peace, uh, or maybe Siri again because of the hey blank, I can't, I, I don't want to say it, so I don't set up your devices, but yeah. Yeah, 6S. And then earlier in 2016, there was... Earlier in 2016, the iPhone 5S was still being sold by then. And so, in order to replace the 5S, there was a new model of iPhone that was uh, rebranded and uh, kind of like a recycled design of the 5S, but with new internals, called iPhone SE, which the SE stood for a special edition. Because it was a special edition iPhone. Then in 2016, later on in 2016, we got the actual flagship iPhones, which was uh, which is again big upgrade. So it was iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. Then a year later in 2017, 
we got we got the replacement to the seven and seven plus, which was iPhone eight and iPhone eight plus. But then, if you wanted something even higher tier than the eight and the eight plus, you had iPhone ten. The ten was a Roman numeral for the the ten the X was the Roman numeral for a ten, so it's iPhone ten. And then in twenty eighteen, we got again the flagship iPhone replacement. This time it was iPhone XS and XS Max, but we also need a successor to the iPhone 8 because, well, the XS started at $1,000. Meanwhile, the 8 started at 700 so it wouldn't make sense to start the flagship iPhone at 1000 So it was iPhone XR, which the R, apparently the R was, uh, I'm pretty sure the R, the reason why it was called iPhone XR was because R was a lower letter than or it was a lower letter than s so it kind of looked like a more budget option but also r apparently according to phil scheller stood for race car not even joking you could look that up it stood for race car <laughs> maybe I, I, maybe because the colors or something i don't know but yeah iphone 10 r then a year later it was a bigger upgrade than s year so uh, the replacement to the 10R was rebranded as kind of the real iPhone of the year. So it didn't look like the budget model. It looked like this was the iPhone of the year. So it was called iPhone 11. Then the re the replacement to the iPhone 10S and 10S Max were more of the pro iPhones of the year. So it was called iPhone 10S or iPhone, not 10S. It was called iPhone 11 Pro and 11 Pro Max. Then, a year later, it was a big upgrade. It was a bigger upgrade than an S year. So, it, it was a bigger upgrade than S year. So, it was so it was iPhone 12, 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max, and a lower, smaller, smaller option iPhone 12 Mini. And also, earlier in 2020, we got the replacement to the iPhone 8, because the iPhone 8 was kind of getting old. So, it was called iPhone SE. Again, they brought the DSE name. So... That is what that is happening, and this year you kind of notice a little pattern pattern nearing the end of that little timeline right there. iPhone seven to iPhone eight. There was no seven S, and then we got ten. Uh, so we have iPhone seven to eight, then ten, and then ten S. So, so they kind of skip an S year. They kind of skip an S year for bigger upgrades. So. Normally, it would just be normal year, S year, normal year, S year, normal year, S year. You get the idea. But this time, it was, but this time, it went from normal, okay, it went from big year, big year, S year, big year, big year, S year. So this time, we're going from, so this time, it is big year, iPhone, so this time, it was big year, iPhone 11 Pro, or iPhone 11 lineup, big year, iPhone 12 lineup. And then S year 12S lineup. So this makes sense in terms of the pattern that we're currently in. So this year it's going to be 12S, most likely for speed, maybe again, because there's rumors of the A15 chip being comparable to the M1 chip in speed, which is kind of crazy. And maybe it could be security, because there's rumors of Touch ID coming back, but those rumors haven't really... Those rumors haven't really resurfaced, and there's rumors of it coming to next year's iPhone, so maybe S could be 
Sensor Shift because Sensor Shift is coming to all models, but at the same time, it was on the 12 Pro Max, though. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Maybe it could be like an Apple Watch Series 5 where they kind of remarket some of the Series 4 features. Like with the Series 5, they kind of remarketed the ECG and all of that, even though Series 4 already had it. So. Yeah, that is, uh, it's kind of interesting what the S will stand for. I don't know what the S will stand for, but yeah. It this year is most likely going to be iPhone 12S. So, yeah, it's going to be a small year in terms of upgrades. But S years are normally kind of good years because, well, S years are normally when, or S years are normally when they kind of refine the current years. And this year it looks like smaller notch. Uh, different style camera layer on the budget models, which a lot of people hate, but I honestly kind of like it. It's kind of like the iPhone 11 series again, where people hate it when it was first leaked. Uh, people hated it when it first leaked, but when Apple finally introduced it, it was, uh, it was, it, it, people got used to it. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be that, uh, that one of those types of years again. And then for... And then it will also be 120 hertz again, smaller notch, uh, for pro for pro models, small uh, for pro models will be 120 hertz exclusively. Bigger style cameras on the pro models is gonna be huge. For the big style cameras, they're gonna be thick. They're gonna be thicker in terms of the phones dimensionally. It's gonna be thicker, and it's also going to have bigger batteries, which is always a good thing. But bigger batteries are kind of expected this year because of the 120 hertz on the pro models. But they're also bringing bigger batteries to smaller models, or regular models, so, yeah, that makes sense, but, yeah. Anyway, so, that's some explanation right there. It's going to be iPhone 12S this year. In terms of release date for this year's iPhones, it looks like it's going to be back to the September schedule for this year's iPhone release cycle. So, it, uh, so it looks like we're going back to the September schedule, and it looks like this year it's going to be released on... The third week of September, according to Daniel Ives from Wedbush, Wedbush, <laughs> and the third week of September, normally Apple holds their events on Tuesdays, and third week of September, uh, the Tuesday of the third week of September is September 14th, so this year could be held on September 14th for an event, and also I have a little theory that this year's event will be an in-person event. Here's why I think that this year's event is going to be an in-person event. Basically, uh, Mark Gurman, Gurmy, <laughs> Mark Gurman said that there was going to be an in-person Apple event within the next few months. He said that back in, back when WWDC was announced. Uh, so he said that back at the end of March. And so in the next several months, he said specifically. So that kind of hints me because, well, WWDC at the time, was announced to be an in-person, or not an in-person, but an online event. So, it makes sense that this year's event will be a in-person event. I'm pretty sure this year's event is going to be an in-person event. Even though most people don't like the, the in-person event, it will most likely be this year an in-person event for, apparently, current government, ARVR goggles, ARVR headsets. So... That could be announced at this event, probably released, probably publicly released in twenty twenty two, and so these AR VR, uh, this AR VR headset could be previewed at this September fourteenth event. People can get their hands on it, and then it will officially be released sometime in twenty twenty two. 
So maybe sometime something like that. But yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure September 14th. And then if that's the case, then normally in-person events are announced, are announced two weeks before they actually take place. Like normally for, let's go back to uh, the last in-person event, which was in 2019. In 2019, uh, for the iPhone 11 Pro event, it was announced on August the 29th. And the event was actually held on the uh, 10th of September. So that was around, let's say, 10, uh, that was around like 11 days before the event actually happened. In 2018, it was announced on August the 20, or it was announced on August the 30th. It was announced on August the 30th, and the event actually took place on September 12th. So that kind of, so that was around like two weeks before it was announced. So... And in 2017, it was announced, I think, on August the 31st, and the event was actually held on September 12th. So normally, they announce it on Thursdays, and so if that's the case, this year, I'm predicting that if it is going to be an in-person event, it would be on September 2nd that they're going to be announcing it. I'm, I'm guessing this one. Uh, so September 2nd is probably when they're going to be announcing the event. And then September 14th for the actual event. If that's not the case, then it's going to be an online event. It's going to be September 7th, most likely, for an online event announcement. And then a week later, it's going to be September 14th. So, yeah, that's what I'm, well, that's what I'm expecting. Anyway, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. So, see you guys later. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, in a couple of weeks, we get the new Mac Pro. Because there's rumors of a new Intel Mac Pro coming soon. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be announced in a press release. I might I might make a, a podcast episode about that as well. But anyway, see you guys later. Bye.